In the next hour, we want to put a smile on your face, elevate your endorphins, and bring you happiness. Welcome to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. We spend so much of our lives chasing happiness, it might just be where you least expect it to be. Natalie and her guests are going to show you how and where to find it. And now, your host, Natalie Botros. Hi, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. Welcome to my podcast, Say Yes, Be Happy, where each week we talk about a different subject on of our daily lives and find the positive, the happy, and the silver lining of it. This week, we're going to talk about a very interesting subject about sugar and sugar addiction. Did you know that getting rid of sugar addiction is harder than getting rid of some drug addictions? I mean, that sounds crazy, but it's true. And we're all are kind of in a, in a different way hooked up. It can be with the sweets. It can be with the liquid sugar, as we call it, the alcohols, or even in French fries, you can have sugar. So my guest is going to help us and give us some tips about it. Let me talk to you about my guest. He's a professional health coach and podcaster who received his training from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, INN, well, like me. For over a decade, he studied hundreds of different nutritional theories, navigating through the world of contradictory dietary and exercise advice. During this time, he experienced firsthand how challenging it was to devise his own dietary plan. He was able to confront the struggle by changing his approach to incorporate a holistic lifestyle approach. He then decided to become a health counselor to fulfill his passion for working with individuals who struggle with similar obstacles and are motivated to change. He is the host of the podcast, The Health Coach Academy, and the co-host of the of this podcast burns fat. Please welcome Omar Kumberbach. Hi, Omar. Hi, Natalie. Thank you for having me on the show. I mean, normally you have me on your shows, and yes. today we're gonna we're switching. You know, <laughs> so yeah. One. So, Omar, I know that everybody is like when I say sugar, everybody thinks that they're t- we're talking about sweets. But I want to like let's go just like to the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. What inspired you to become a health coach? Yeah, so my story is a little interesting in the sense that I'm one of those people who just doesn't quit when it comes to like goals. So one of the things that I felt like, especially growing up, I always wanted to be in shape. I always wanted to be athletic. I wanted to do stuff physically. And I had just this concept that I can outrun my mouth, which is really not something that's going to happen. I I used to be in the gym for hours on end and really just not getting any of the results that I think that I should have got with the amount of time that I was actually in the gym. So if I was lifting weights for 45 minutes, I'd up it to an hour thinking that would change it. If I was running two miles, I'd up it to three and think that I would change it. So I wasn't getting any results of what I really expected from amount of work that I did, but I never quit. I changed my diets a couple of times. I did all of all sorts of things that I felt was necessary to, to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And one day, I, I was actually in this phase, I was a vegetarian. I was no meat whatsoever. I was doing that for about seven, eight months, really not experiencing any of the benefits that I heard about that, that vegetarians have always claimed would be the result of this type of diet. And, you know, I was just kind of, again, pushing through it. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm going to get to the end and it's going to work out for me eventually. 
And then what happened was I was going on one of my uh, YouTube rabbit hole kind of conspiracy theory kind (laughs) of going down some crazy stuff. Right. And I stumbled upon a a particular guy um, who was talking about, like, say, fluoride in the water and chemicals in your water and whatnot. And I was like, wow, this guy's talking like some interesting stuff. Let me see what his next video is. So, again, going down the rabbit hole, he had a particular YouTube episode about sugar. And the way he presented it was such in such a way that it was like, okay, hold on a second. I know for a fact the way that he's describing it, breakfast alone, I'm probably getting at least 50 grams of sugar. And wow. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm eating healthy. I'm a vegetarian. There's no bacon or sausage <laughs> in oh, yeah. this thing, right? So I'm eating well. And I'm like, well, this is not working. Let me try it. And I'm, I'm, I'm at least a little bit gullible in the fact that I would try anything if it makes sense in my mind. And I said, let me work on my breakfast and see if I could reduce the sugar from 50 to, you know, as close to zero as possible. And just, and just that meal. Yeah. And it, it was miraculous how much of a difference just doing that one meal uh, did for me. And that just inspired me to kind of just say, wow, if I did one change like this, what other, yeah, what other things can I do? So that's when I became inspired to become a health coach and really kind of start looking into, okay, what other things can I do to make my life and health better? And that's kind of how I stumbled upon the Institute for Integrated Nutrition and started becoming a health coach and really getting into the health and wellness aspect of my life that was outside of just the realm of exercise. Yeah. So question, what was your breakfast and how did you switch it? Like, you know, what was your breakfast that had so much sugar? Yeah. And, and when, you, when, when I tell people my breakfast, they're like, that doesn't seem like it's that bad because that didn't seem like it was that yeah. bad to me, honestly. So it was really just, um, I went to Dunkin' Donuts. It was uh, a, co- a large coffee with milk and three sugars and sometimes four. That's what I would tell them. And a banana. So that was your breakfast? Yep. And that was like, how many? 50? 50? At least 50 grams of sugar. So per day, how much sugar do we have to intake? Well, that's that's a loaded question. Like for me, I try (laughs) to say that as close to none as you can get is great. But that's like a lot of stuff. And I know we're going to get into that. Yeah, of course. But like if I was doing 50 at breakfast i was probably doing a couple hundred during the day of course Ooh. so the difference between going from a couple hundred today uh, a day to under 20 under 10 had such insane results i mean to the point where people who i was working with would stop me like say you know come over here can can i talk to you and i was like yeah sure what's up and yeah. they're like literally saying are you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah what's the matter? He's like, well, you're losing a lot of weight. <laughs> they were like, like scared for you. Right. They thought I was sick. I'm like, nah, just changing my sugar. And that was like, it was really that dramatic. And again, like you had mentioned, the co- the three sugars in coffee was, at, you know, and that's, you, you go into Dunkin' Donuts, so they're doing, giving you a nice heap. So that's probably, each, uh, each teaspoon is worth four grams. So you're talking maybe about 20 right there. Oh, that's crazy. The milk has sugar. That that's another hidden sugar that we're. I know, I'm sure we're going to talk about. But milk, yeah. regular milk, and low skim milk has sugar. And then the banana is one of the highest sugar-filled f- fruits. 
that you can have. And I'm getting, I'm getting a big banana because it's of course, like you want to like keep <laughs> during the whole day. So yeah. if you change the sugar, like the regular sugar, into you know, like those diet sugars, is oh, it no. better or is no. like even worse? That's even worse. <laughs> okay. what so what I did, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I would have forgot to kind of mention that. Yeah. I did start looking at more of the natural sugars that, or just natural sweeteners, uh, specifically stevia. Stevia is one of the sh- uh, sugars, oh, I should say sugar substitutes that are not chemical in nature. And they are also very much uh, have, don't have an effect on your blood sugar. Yeah. So I would do that. I switch from milk to half and half. So half and half has maybe under a gram of sugar. And that mm-hmm. was something that I had learned over time. Like, and it, it honestly was just a better tasting coffee anyway. So by just fixing that coffee in the day, I, I literally ended up probably shaving off 20, 25 grams of sugar just on that's, that cup of coffee. That's crazy. Yeah. Actually, uh, I had my boyfriend who asked on on Instagram when we were like promoting the show, like he was like, I don't eat sugar. I only have like coffee with milk and sugar. Is that okay? Well, Uh, you have your answer. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) It's full of sugar. Right, right. And that's the that's the problem. And a lot of people who just think that, okay, maybe I'll get skim milk. Skim milk is just as bad because it's interesting just how the food industry understands about taste. Taste really comes from fat, sugar and salt, right? So if it doesn't have a lot of fat in it, it has tons of sugar. If it doesn't have a lot of sugar, it usually has more fat. You know, that's kind of like the way that you start understanding how the the products work. And that was something that I became aware of as well. And at that point, I was able to kind of manipulate those things and make actually a better tasting coffee. You're not losing any of the satisfaction of the coffee It's just that you're switching it up to make it a little bit more of a healthier version for yourself. Exactly. And uh, that other thing, mate, latte, there's like, you know, this powder, it's like the same thing. It's like, it's like milk, right? See, cafe I'm, latte, cafe mate, cafe something. You I, don't know that. No. I'm not familiar with that okay. one. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of boring with my coffees. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. <it's> simple. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Okay. So, Let's dig in, like, what is sugar? Because, like, you know, we, we know that in the sweets we have, but what really define, like, let's define what is sugar. Which foods are considered as sugar? Only desserts, other foods? Like, how do we, like, kind of find, where is it? <laughs> yeah, so, like, I guess the best way to start with the explanation of sugar is, like, the one that obviously we know the common ones is table sugar, brown sugar, all that kind of sugar is really essentially just, like, a simple sugar. Um, it's a simple carbohydrate. It's something that is very known that's in desserts and all kinds of different sweet stuff that we really, really love. Uh, what you're talking about as far as like, and, and what, that it gets a little bit more complicated is when you start getting in the realm of like the complex carbohydrates that eventually break down in your body to become a simple sugar. Now, the process of doing that is is interesting in itself, but Basically, if you have something like a French fry or a bagel or a pasta, they're considered complex carbohydrates. So they have some some remnants of fiber and things that might slow down the absorption of that sugar and or that insulin spike that we'll get into probably a little bit later um, that will affect like as far as the rapid rate that something is going to be 
push in your bloodstream that's going to raise your sugar levels. So I guess like the, the basic thing to, to remember is in, in what you want that absorption into your bloodstream to be slow. Okay. So if you eat the difference between eating a fruit and fruit juice is that the fruit has fiber, which the fiber plus the sugar goes into your bloodstream a little bit slower. Okay. If you just have straight orange juice, you don't have necessarily the fiber to offset that introduction into your bloodstream, which makes your you know, insulin levels spike to such a degree that it becomes problematic. And that's where you start to notice the difference in the weight gain and stuff of that nature that causes sugar to be such a problem metabolically. Okay. So it's like, I mean, like we, we know we hear this all the time. It's better to eat the fruit rather than the the juice, like drinking the juice, but are like fruits, they have sugar as well. But so the fiber like eliminates that sugar effect on your body or like well, slows it? it? It slows it. It definitely doesn't eliminate it. So like one of the common questions that come across, yeah. you know, at least with me is, is sugar, I mean, sorry, is fruit necessarily good or bad? And it really depends on like what your goal is and what your, your, your underlying health issues, if you have any, and what you want to do about that, because that's important as well. So fruit in and of itself isn't necessarily bad because it's a natural form of food and it's, it's fiber, like it has fiber and it has the vitamins and the nutrients and whatnot. Um, it's just, but if you were telling me I want to lose uh, 10 pounds right now, I would say just, I wouldn't eat the sugar during that period that you're trying to actually lose the weight because it will have uh, an effect on promoting insulin, which will prevent you ultimately from losing that extra weight, or at least at a speed that would be part of your goal. If you wanted to just go to a wedding in two weeks and you want to slim down, you know, probably want to resist that at that point. So what you will replace the, the, the fruit? Because if you we, like, we want something, you know, like fresh in our mouth, like what would you replace it with? I, it, yeah, that, that's a great question because it really depends on your taste. And I know that's a, I'm not copping out on the answer, but you, you could obviously have things that have less sugar. Um, you could have the seeds, nuts that may be less in the carbohydrate world. Um, mm-hmm. like walnuts and stuff like that. And I mean, if that's something that you, you're into, it's hard to substitute fruit no matter exactly. what you know about it. In that context, I would try to say that maybe what you should do is try to look into the, the, the fruits that have less sugar. So some of the fruits that have less sugar are the ones in the berry family, like um, you know, strawberries, blackberries, uh, even watermelon is pretty good as far as sugar content. Okay. Don't do like I did and go for the banana and the mangoes and the pineapples. <laughs> no, they're good because they, they're sweet. <laughs> you know, yeah. we love them that much. So that's kind of what um, I recommend, especially if you're going to try to do something like that and reduce your sugar intake overall and, and still have something fresh. You also can have something with the, the the sugar i mean sorry with the with the fruit and that that gets into a little of a, something like that i call like as far as a, a hack of mine i usually if i know i'm gonna have something sweet i would take and i know people are gonna freak out about this a swig <laughs> of like coconut oil just a little bit yeah. because that fat actually helps reduce the spikes in insulin because you're having the fiber you're having some sugar 
but you're also having fat. So you're not really just introducing sugar into your bloodstream alone. You have a mixture of things that are actually putting a little ceiling on whatever sugar intake you have. So the insulin spike isn't as aggressive as it normally would be. Okay. Okay. And so let's continue. Carbs? Yes. I mean, carbs, when I say carbs, I'm talking about like bread, you know, like, like the pasta whole wheat or like regular it's like these contain sugar too even whole wheat contain a lot of sugar right yeah i i I would it definitely converts into sugar and you'd be surprised that they add sugar into these products and it's 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 shocking when you start reading the labels and like why are uh, some sugars actually added to wheat or like or or a piece of bread but again going back to like what we discussed earlier it just enhances the taste like it's just one of those things that make the product a little bit more appetizing so they know the addictive qualities of it so it's just something that is naturally added because they just know that hey if if this type of product has a little bit more enhanced uh, ability to attract someone's taste buds they're gonna go put it in there yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's quote unquote harmless. So that's, we see that a lot. And, and of course, as it breaks down, it also breaks down into the context of having the, sh- the sugar molecules broke down in your body and that's just additional sugar in the well of your body. Okay, okay. So we're about to take our first break. We're talking with Omar Kumberbach about sugar addiction and what contains which foods foods contain sugar. When we come back, we're going to continue and see where sugar is hitting in other places where sugar is hitting. I talk to you in a bit. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all yet are missing the most important thing to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at thebond-vivantgirl.com and click Happiness Course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the happiness fairy, has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words, What do you have to lose? Say yes. Be happy. The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to bvg at thebond-vivantgirl.com. Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. We're talking with Omar Kumberbatch about sugar addiction and how to get rid of it. On the f- we, we, for now, talked about where sugar is hitting. I mean, besides the sweets, it's in the fruit, obviously, and also in some of the carbs, the complex carbs, there's fiber, so it's, easy, it's, it's not as bad, but we have to be careful. I just got another question, and someone is asking, are there benefits by drinking water with lemon juice first thing in the morning? Absolutely. And that's something that I totally do every day. It's one of the things that it's it, obviously you want to replenish your, your body and because it's in a little state of dehydration because obviously you slept and you weren't drinking or eating anything at the time. Mm-hmm. But the lemon actually does really a, a good push to kind of activate your liver too, which is your de- major detox organ. And it kind of gets that going too. So whatever you have to get rid of over the uh, overnight, it just helps to push it through a bit. So I, I do that. I actually add a little bit of uh, uh, Himalayan sea salt to it too. It gives okay. it a little um, soury, uh, salty kind of thing. And it's very much that the Himalayan salt has uh, trace minimal minerals in it too, which helps just kind of replenish your body after it's fasted state when it sleeps. So that's a very, very good thing to do in the morning. So the, the water should be cold, like temperate, like warm? I do room temperature. Um, room temperature. Okay. Yeah, that's generally the way it is. And it just is a little bit easier on your body because it just yeah. metabolizes a little easier. Yeah. So um, someone is asking how to avoid the heartburn, you know, like, like that's lemony water, like it burns a little <laughs> your insights. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, so it, that really depends on the person. Um, I would just recommend seeing if maybe to dilute it a little bit more. The okay. salt might help a little bit, I, I think, as far as the, the mineralization content, but I would just say maybe dilute it a little more. Maybe I tend to be a little heavy handed with my lemon in the morning, honestly, <laughs> but you could just get the same benefits, just, you know, just a reasonable amount. So I, yeah. I would definitely recommend that. And also the apple cider vinegar. What, what, what's your intake? Because like everybody is like, you know, it's the new, it's the new kale and quinoa, like everything is oh, like, yeah. you can like solve all the problems with it. And they <laughs> advise you to drink. Uh, apple cider vinegar before meal so it will like they said it's proven that it will make you lose weight is that right or it's like i've blah, been blah. doing that for 15 years <laughs> you've been doing that yes okay um, so it only, works it, it definitely works uh, you know it's it's uh, apple cider is like uh, like this miracle <laughs> for so many different things i know it, and it's like it's, it's cool that it's gaining such traction i get the one with the mother they call it it's yeah, yeah. by brags um what I have changed, and all that is is true as far as like, but the, the, the funny thing about it, it's there's like no, I shouldn't say there's no imperial evidence, but there's, it's very hard to find like a study that says this is the case. It's like more of a, you know, a old tale that used to just come about and it totally works. It helps with digestion. It helps with anything that helps and aids in digestion is going to help you actually absorb the proper nutrients and get rid of the ones that you don't want. And that's going to help you lose weight. So that's kind of what it is. What I've been doing, I used to have it a very close to the meal. Mm-hmm. Now I'm having it about 15 to 20 minutes uh, before the meal, which actually gives you a little bit of, uh, I don't want to say it makes you full, but you have a little bit in your stomach. So it's not like you're going to just have start, you, you end up yeah. eating a little bit less. Uh, but okay. what else it is, it gives your body and your stomach a little bit of time it, that to let, let the acids in your stomach come back. A lot of people who have um, 
issues in di with digestion, you'd be surprised how easy it is to remedy that just by spacing out the water intake. And when you think about it, it's like you yeah. put in, yeah, your acids are supposed to do their thing. But what yeah. happens when you just dump a whole amount of liquid on the fire? <laughs> it's going to stop doing what it's doing. And sometimes you have the indigestion and all that. So no, that's for sure. Exactly. I know like during the meals, we were, we're not supposed to drink water because like, as you said, like we need the acidity of, of our stomach to make us digest. If we add water, it's like, it's impossible. It's like, it's, if we're going to feel bloated and it's not going to do its job and we're going to have indigestion basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's the Okay. Thing. So let's, let's continue with our sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bagels all these like salty stuff like what what in the salty food groups what we should avoid <laughs> that has a lot of sugar let's say that well you know it, it always depends really on the manufacturer of the of, of the product so again like we had mentioned a little bit earlier uh, it's not that bagels have like a tremendous amount of sugar on its own but you just are surprised that this company might put two or three grams of sugar and this other company has zero, you know? Yeah. And again, it breaks down and eventually becomes like a, a, a sugar, but you shouldn't be adding sugar on top of it. So they, there's, you know, some people also, like I remember, and we had a discussion off the air just about like- um, The apple. Yeah, yeah, the apple. <laughs> and then remember before that, we yeah. were talking about like just, just pasta in general, yeah. where, like where we're from. So my, my uncle- came from Jamaica and he used to make the best pasta to us in the world. And it's not because he was from Italy and he didn't, no. he wasn't in culinary school. All he did was spike the sauce with sugar. sugar. He take this, and it was so sweet and delicious. That's what it is. So these companies are in essence doing the same things with pasta sauces, yeah. um, the actual pasta. They're adding all these things to it sugar wise that are just making it way more appetizing. So just be mindful of your label specifically, because again, a bagel in reality shouldn't have added sugar to it. It should just be a bagel. And you start seeing that the more that you get used to reading labels and becoming familiar yeah. of what you're looking for in a product. So what they should look at, like, the, because it doesn't say sugar, it says glucose, it says carb, like what, when they read the label, what is like, they have to check? Oh, wow. So this is my favorite question ever. Because <laughs> and I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> you did, it's, it, it, it's insane. It's like, I, we, we, we talk about this, especially amongst like the, in the nutrition world, yeah. like I, the last time I checked, and I'm sure it's, they, they figured more out. It was like over 60 different variations of ways to call sugar sugar okay <laughs> 60 something so it's it's insane and like, like i wrote out like some of them, like the like the, the actual popular ones so like you would have the ones if you're lucky they just call it something sugar so it could be raw sugar palm sugar powdered sugar so you know that's a sugar but then you get into these syrups Anything that says syrup is a sugar. It's just in a different type of form. And then you get those will be like the maple syrups, malt syrups, rice syrups. And sometimes even with something like rice syrup, it's like, oh, it's rice. It must be like a little more on the healthy side. No, it's yeah. still a sugar. It's just they call it something else. And then you have the family of oses, right? The OSEs, like you had mentioned, fructose, glucose, dextrose. And like my favorite one is galactose. 
like it sounds like a superhero (laughs) galaxy (laughs) yeah like it's like but these are things that are being called on labels and then you're saying oh i don't see sugar but it is sugar there's no doubt about it it's just they name it differently so one of the keys is to look and see how much added sugar i mean it has the label has sugar yeah added sugar and the list of ingredients, if it has anything related to those terms, you know for sure there's, there's sugars. And again, as, as you begin the journey of reading labels, it becomes a little easier to identify those. But those are like syrups, straight out sugar, and anything ending with O-S-E mm. is a sugar. Okay. Repeat that again. Okay. So people so, listen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen as yet. It's that, important. Yeah, you know, it's very important. Yeah. Uh, anything that they say flat out is sugar. Uh, anything that has syrup, it's something syrup. Yeah. And the ones, obviously, that have the OSEs. So yeah. the, the fructose, the, the glucose, the galaxios, and the <laughs> yes. all the O's. All the O's, yeah. You know, that's the tip. You got to stay away from that one. Okay, but I mean, like, if they really crave something, like, what is, like, the percentage that they should get of that? You know, like, let's say I'm, I really want to eat that food, and I'm looking between two brands, and then one of them has 15, and the other one has, like, five. Like, what is, like, they're both bad? Like, you should really, really cut it or, like, put a little of... No, I think, again, like, I, I, you would never want to deprive anybody yeah. of, of, of what they enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that you put it in context, too. Like, so, for instance, one of, whenever I do one of these presentations, my favorite part of presenting is the difference between, like, just a yogurt and a Snickers bar. And you'd be shocked that they basically have, they're, I think they're one off from what? the sugar contents. You're kidding me. No. So it's like we can eat, like if we're going to eat yogurt, we can maybe eat the sneaker bars. Well, it's going to be the, the same disaster, the, let's the say. Disaster. And it's pretty funny because like you just don't expect it. You think yogurt's healthy. But if you, and that's one of the things I, I would love after the show, this is something that to continue the discussion with your, yeah. your, your, your audience Look at, you know, take, take a look at your yogurt outside of the Greek yogurts that are just plain yeah. with no fruit or anything like that. You, you're talking 20, 22 grams of, of sugar in some of these yogurts. I mean, some of these like drinks, like iced teas or natural teas and all this kind of yeah. stuff. You look at the sugar content, 35 grams of, of sugar. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like Snicker bar has, I think, 26, 27, you know, and you're like, all right, which you are sometimes unknowingly eating a candy bar. Exactly. At, so at, but if like the yogurt has like fruits or like syrup, otherwise, if it's a plain yogurt, it's OK. It doesn't have that much. It, it definitely doesn't have that much. And okay. what happens is, again, like the, these if you get the Greek yogurt and you decide to add your own fruit, that fruit is obviously fresher and more natural and doesn't have the preservatives that the pre-made yogurts that they're trying to basically preserve for a, a long period of time yeah. in that format. Plus you get, you know, obviously the, the more healthy fats and stuff in the, in the Greek yogurts that sometimes they eliminate out of those other yogurts that tend to be higher in sugar. Okay. 
Okay. And so I'm sure my listeners want to know about that alcohol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what is it? It's like it? we, should, we should stop drinking, right? No, well, you can stop drinking. That'll be more for me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I like that answer. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's, that's my problem. And I, like I said, I don't necessarily, um, I would never tell anyone to not enjoy anything. I think we're very much in the same thing yeah. that, you know, deprivation isn't going to necessarily be bad unless it's a problem. And that's, that's a different, different episode. But um, at the end of the day, what we've been easily seeing about alcohol intake is alcohol itself on its own isn't necessarily a thing that's going to be the big problem. So what I've always noticed is that say it's your chasers specifically that you use in a drink that causes the high sugar intake, right? So for instance, if you had a, a, a rum and Coke, it's not the rum that's giving you that massive sugar content. It's the Coke. It's the Coke. You know, so the rum might have a f- couple, you know, sugar, like a couple grams, but the Coke itself in that cup can have up to 20 grams, you know? So you do a couple of those, you already had potentially 60 grams of sugar just by drinking. So like what I tend to do as far as when I do something, you can always have, uh, say, if you want a a vodka and a seltzer, splash of, uh, you know, maybe a splash of a a juice, could be pineapple, could be um, uh, cranberry, but you're just dashing it just for a little flavor. Some people just do lemon wedges, lime wedges, but that sugar content there is way, 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 way less and if you were to do the vodka and uh, orange juice. Orange juice, yeah. So, that, so that's how I ty- try to eliminate the sugar intake there. As far as wines are concerned, I do red dries, white dries. Obviously, if you're going to be doing Moscatos and sweet wines, you're going to have more sugar content in it. Obviously. You know, so, and, and, the, and the beers tend to just have other effects when they break down in your body that causes a little bit more of a problem because of the wheat in there, in there. But that's kind of like the philosophy that you're going to do. You should definitely be mindful of your chasers. And if you're going in the wine category, dry over sweet. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's cocktails are the worst thing to do. And I know that everybody loves cocktails, but for example, even a mojito, if I drink, I ask them to not put any sugary things in it. I'm like, you know what? I just wanted no syrup and they still put it because like they want to sell the product basically. I'm like, no, I send it back. It's like, I want just my thing with no sugar. And my, my drink is like Hendrix and then club soda, not even Schweppes and lime and lemon. It's, you know, it's kind of tricky. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that that's exactly the, your way of doing it is exactly yeah. the way that I do it. It's really just like I said, the 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 club soda is your best friend at that point. Not tonic; it has to be club. You know, t- tonic shockingly has, has sugar. Tonic, yeah, you know, and um, yeah, but but again, like you you even that drink that you describe is very refreshing. It's light. Yeah, it's exactly it a little bit of the uh, island flavor to it, and it's it's very. It's good, you know. And then I always cheat with ice. A lot of ice because that ice becomes water. I have the feeling that I drink more, but actually I'm drinking water. Why you drink it? Yeah, less alcohol. Yeah, no, that that's that's a great tip too. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, alcohol. So I don't know if our listeners are have questions. We're about to take our second break, and 
We're talking with Omar Kumbabach about sugar addiction and like all the foods in that, 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 that contain sugar and then little tips. When we come back from the break, I want you, I want you to give us tips how to get rid of like, like how can we detox from sugar in a way or like, you know, like tips how to get out of it. So see you in a bit. Bye for now. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all, yet are missing the most important thing, to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at thebond-vivantgirl.com and click Happiness Course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the happiness fairy, has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words, What do you have to lose? Say yes. Be happy. The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to bvg at thebond-vivantgirl.com. Now, back to Say Yes, Be Happy. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. We're talking with Omar Kumbarbach about sugar addiction and where we can find sugar and how to get rid of it. Uh, during the, ba- the break, I just got another question about fresh coconut water. Uh, someone is asking, is that help clean the liver and detox the body? From what I understand about it, it definitely has its benefits and help for that. The one thing that, again, like I guess the obviously theme of the show is some of them are sweetened and unsweetened. Yeah, so unsweetened coconut yeah, water. Yeah, and again, like obviously coconut is, 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 has a host of benefits that are very valuable. So it, it, you could, again, look according to sugar content and put a little extra water just to kind of dilute it if it's too excessive. But again, you, you don't want to uh, take away some of the benefits of these, these wonderful things in nature completely. But I, like that would be something that I, I would just be mindful of how much sugar is in some of these coconut water products. You also start seeing in coconut water, some of them come from concentrate. And when it's concentrated, that just means that they're adding like the, they're processing a little differently and there's more sugar most likely involved in that process as well. Yeah. And if I can add something, when you look at the products, don't believe when they say natural, read the ingredients because like they put natural or gluten-free on everything. When you think about it, cigarettes are gluten-free, but they're not good (laughs) for you. You know, it's like read the ingredients, like (laughs) 
it's like otherwise it's like being you know like fear factor like they just give you food and you don't even know what you're eating so read right. be knowledgeable about what you you're putting into your body no absolutely right? absolutely so now we know what everything that has sugar we know how to find them how we can we get rid of this addiction <laughs> Yeah, it's, it is a very, 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 very tough thing. Um, I know. <laughs> the only thing, and obviously my story, if anybody ever look, takes a look at it, 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 it's, I was no question a sugar addict. I was, it, my main, main culprit was soda. I was super addicted to soda and that just was like a, a bouncing board to the other things that I really love was ice cream and, and uh, candy and stuff like that. So I definitely want to give the audience hope that if I can do it, anyone could do it. And one of the interesting things about it is, and I want to just start with this concept that maybe escapes a lot of people when they know that they love sugar and how can I never have a cookie again? Or how can I never have soda again? Your taste buds change. Like I can tell you today, like I can't drink a soda because it's too sweet. And I was a person who was coming from a position where I had to graduate from Coke to Pepsi because Coke eventually wasn't sweet enough for me. You know, okay. I was before I figured this out, I was about to graduate to Mountain Dew because I heard that that is the super sweet, <laughs> sweet one. Yeah. And that was in my mind. Now I couldn't do that if you pay. I couldn't even drink a Coke today. Like it's just not happening. So I wanted to start with the idea that there's absolutely hope if you do want to change this because your, your taste buds change and they change quick. So when I tell you like probably within the first two weeks, you really start noticing that things are a little bit too sweet that were just common for you to, to consume two weeks earlier, literally. So one of the things that I always recommend is kind of, it's like a little bit of a self-revaluation. You got to really take a night, uh, a snapshot of where you are today to figure out, am I that kind like, how bad do I have it? Like, you know, I knew how bad I had it. Do you have the personality type, whether or not you are a cold turkey type of person? Yeah, that's the or, question. Yeah, <laughs> or you can wean yourself off. Um, and being that sugar is so addictive, and this is not something that I guess we talked about on this show, but we can touch it really, really quickly. They've shown that sugar consumption on PET scans light up the same pleasure centers in your brain that smoking, alcohol, and cocaine light up. So it's doing stuff to us that we're not necessarily aware of and the ramifications of it. And the only reason that sugar is like so common and so like difficult to get over is that it's just accepted that it's almost not a drug. It's very commonplace. It's nobody looks at you for having a cookie or having, (laughs) you know, it's not like you're doing some recreational drugs. It's, but if you look at it, it has a very addictive quality. And I think that there might be a time in the future where we're going to look at it like our society and say, wow, we gave sugar to kids. Just like, remember back in the day, there was cocaine and Coke, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, like, oh my God, those people were crazy. Like, you know, it gets to the point, like, we have to start reimagining what we're doing with the intake of, of sugar in our society. And again, not saying that you have to eliminate it completely, but you have to be cognizant of it and how much you're actually consuming. So I would definitely start with just getting a snapshot of where you are and where you need to go and whether you're a personality type that can cut it out completely 
or wean yourself off. Now to wean yourself off also, there are, there are a bunch of different ideas that I haven't necessarily jumped into or like myself, because on my journey, I, I kind of re- relied on the stevia a bit yeah. early. Then I kind of weaned myself off that. So I didn't have like a, a situation where I was just overwhelmed and I didn't have anything. So yeah. I at least substituted the sugar for a, a, a more natural alternative. Um, and I also used a, a, a whole lot of cinnamon. And I don't know if the, the audience is familiar with just this, the cinnamon has a sweetness to it that even if you say, if you're doing in the weaning process and you're just like, like I have my uh, Dunkin' Donuts milk and three sugars, I would also have like, okay, Dunkin' Donuts um, milk, two sugars and some cinnamon. And that was something that took that edge off and eliminated four extra grams of sugar because I had that less teaspoon and I was gradually moving my way off in that way too. But yeah. cinnamon is a very, very valuable uh, tool and when it comes to possibly weaning off sugar. And I, I recommend that a lot because a lot of people, including myself, ha- have great experience with cinnamon. So for example, on your yogurt, instead of putting, like we can get a plain yogurt and put cinnamon on it. Yeah, that, that could be something. Yeah, and again, if you need the fruit, you know, you, instead of maybe getting the blueberries, you get the blackberries, you know, get, just become real cognizant of what the difference in, is between the specific thing. Don't put, no. the, don't put the cherries in it, yeah. <laughs> put, yeah. put the banana in it, put the berries in it. So yeah. you're automatically reducing that. And as time goes on, you're going to be like, okay, if I go back to the bananas and the cherries in my yogurt, that's going to be too sweet for me because during that period, your taste buds are going to change. Yeah. But they say also that, you know, getting rid of the sugar addiction is harder than getting rid of some some of the recreational drugs. So it's a cold turkey. I don't know, like it, if it's going to be it's, it's going to be quite hard for a lot of people. They're going to have like, you know, like yeah, with drones. yeah. So when they have those, is there because like I, I read somewhere that maybe if you eat more protein, it's going to cut your sugar envy. Like, are there like some other tips? Yeah, yeah. That can sure. help them. No, that's a great point. Um, pro, having quality protein, quality fats are just going to give you more of the feeling of, of being full. And you're not necessarily going to have to have that type of sugar to, to satisfy it too. And it, like you said, it takes the edge off. One of the other keys that, you know, outside of just that is you got to get rid of the stuff. It can't be in your house. You know, like (laughs) seafood diet. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and that's one of the things that people always say is like, what's the best cleanse before you start a diet? It's like, yeah, cleaning your house of the crap. You got to get it out. You know, even even to the point, like, it's like, you know what? Just any by any means necessary, even if you feel like you got to eat a whole bunch of it to get rid of it. I'm not even opposed to that as long as it's out of the house. (laughs) You know, that's it. So when when you do embark on that diet, you start fresh and it's, it's not in your face. And that's just the thing. I mean, you know, how can a smoker or a drinker go to a bar and not be influenced by their environment? And we're, we're living that every day in our homes. Exactly. Temptation. The temptation is there. Yeah. But to your point, yeah, protein, fats, more balanced uh, meals are going to give you a little bit of that edge. You also have to start really being cognizant of the habits that you have. Like, I know I'm a very habitual person. I've been that way my entire life. I would know that after dinner, I want ice cream. And I would be doing that forever. 
if you know that after dinner you want ice cream, you're going to have to try to replace that behavior knowing that you're not, you might not even want the ice cream, but you're just so used to doing that sequence of events over and over again that you have to find out what the substitute for that is. It could be exercise. I know um, it, it, I, and a lot of these concepts when you're in the middle of a sugar addiction seem very, very out there, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the substitutions are very, very important to try to at least establish and recognize early so that when you do get that feeling like that where it's like an automatic thing, what am I going to do to substitute that? Maybe, maybe in the beginning, it is something like maybe a popcorn. That was something that I think was really beneficial for me because, yeah, I wasn't getting the sweetness, but I did get the crunchy, salty kind of thing that was appetizing for me. So I kind of substituted that for uh, a Snickers bar or an ice cream. Yeah. Something that had a little bit more salt instead of a lot, a little bit more sugar. And that, that, that was beneficial in my transition as well. Of course. I mean, like, I know that I don't have any walls. So in my house, there is no temptation because I know I don't have it. And yeah. if I start, I'm not sugar addict, but if I start eating, I can never finish. I can oh, never right. stop. You know, <laughs> I go to my boyfriend's and he has those Oreos. One day, like I almost ate the whole thing and I was sick, <laughs> but, oh, yeah. you know, and then I was like, in my head, I was like, I hope he bought new ones when I go next time I can get more. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's really an addiction. It's really, really no. an addiction. It's like, I mean, everybody reacts differently, but if I don't have like, it's true that the first two days I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like thinking about it. But if you don't have it, you don't have it. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, you got to make it hard for you to actually get it. And you also just bring, brought up another good point, knowing how you react to the first bite, right? So one of the things that is very common for me, because I'm just like you, I will eat till it's finished. <laughs> the Oreos are there. I'm going to eat that whole Oreo box uh, package in one sitting. Some people have the, the ability, and this is the one. Have one? <laughs> they can have one. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know some of those, uh, those people. And it's, listen, it's a blessing because no way in, you know what, I'm going to be able to do that. I don't have that kind of willpower to do it. I don't have that um, kind of fortitude. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. I, I, no, I, I like getting things done. I like to finish. <laughs> You're right. Me too. Either I throw them away or I finish them. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be done. So, yeah. If people want to contact you, where can they find you? Oh, great. No, thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. <laughs> well, I mean, we will put it on, like, we have it already on on Voice America, but I will put it on Facebook as well. But I want people to reach out to you. Oh, no, that would be great. And I really appreciate you spending uh, this time with me and I get to, get to share this with you. Um, I, it's at omarcumberbatch.com. That's the easiest place to find me. If you jump on there, you can find my Twitter, my Instagram profile, LinkedIn, any way that you want to uh, contact me. I'd love to help your audience out. You, you've been fantastic to me all these years. So I appreciate what you're doing now and joining the podcasting club. And it's an honor to be on your show. I know. It's like, it's, I cannot believe that we, we talk with you about me starting my podcast and here we are. You're my guest. Like that's, yeah. that's quite amazing. <laughs> so in one minute, Tell me what makes you happy today. Oh, today and every day is always to be able to just keep on learning and sharing. I, I really, really enjoy 
doing research, uh, learning new things, learning from people, learning from different cultures, just really getting out there and being able to to share in what I know. And that's kind of the, that like this this platform that you provided me with today makes me super happy and today and every day. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thank you so much, Omar, to, to come to my show and talk about sugar addiction. Um, on Facebook, we keep going the conversation. If you have any questions, he will answer you. And I am here. Don't forget to give show me some love on my podcast, <laughs> on yes. Apple Podcast. Rate it, give, put comments, show me your love. And next week, we're going to come back with another subject interesting. Please be healthy. Try to get rid of this sugar addiction and be happy. Bye for now. Have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. Please join Natalie Botros for another show next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen to this program again or any of our past episodes on demand and on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, keep saying yes and find your happiness. 